Happy Friday. I'm Quinn Emmett, and this is Important, Not Important, Science for People Who Give a Shit. The newsletter features the most important science news, how to think about it, and what you can do about it. In brief this week, fossil fuel financing under the microscope, India's COVID summer, MDMA to the rescue, and how to fix our water pipes. You can find the digital version and links to everything at importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter or write from your show notes. It's Friday, May 7th, 2021. This week, the end result of a transformation is awesome. The first sip sucks. You know what I'm talking about. Cutting your expenses, cutting back on Starbucks milkshakes, going for your first run in a year, deconstructing a complex industry that is part and parcel to how we define ourselves that stretches from the Amazon to your plate. But often, transformation is necessary. Your budget said so, or your doctor said so, your only habitable planet said so. But you can't just skip the part where everything changes. The opportunity for change, the act of changing, brings enormous benefits, previously unavailable or unattainable. But growing pains are unavoidable. And just the act of tying the laces on your new all-birds running shoes means opening up a Pandora's box of what else is broken besides your enthusiasm. Deciding to pursue change means acknowledging all the ways we've exposed ourselves, however painful the fixes may be. Because the status quo simply cannot endure. We've known Black, Latino, Native American, and Asian Americans are disproportionately exposed to heat and air pollutants. But new research goes further, showing exactly how much the deck is purposefully stacked against them. And we're shocked when their COVID mortality rates are so high. Red meat is among our most complicated and fraught topics. Meat is basically the 51st star on the American flag. But meat gives us cardiopulmonary conditions, destroys the rainforests, our antibiotic supply, our soil, water, and air, but we don't even regulate factory farm emissions yet. Tesla has dragged electric vehicles into the mainstream and along the way somehow made itself profitable. And that somehow is in large part due to selling emissions credits to companies that don't make the mark. But change is afoot. Those same manufacturers are on the up and up, finally, meeting standards and building hundreds of new EV models. And now Tesla's looking at a giant hole in their budget. Now it gets real. Australia's on fire basically all of the time, but foreign investors hold on. You don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, said one investor. Ultimately, you're trying to meet both the ESG and investment objective. Felt cute should probably delete later. Natural gas has been America's cheap bridge fuel of choice for a decade now, but now we know that it explodes anywhere at any time and poisons you within your home, so morale at HQ is not great, Bob. Despite revised U.S. flood maps, disclosure laws haven't caught up, and you might not know what you're in for until you're swimming in it. And farmers might get paid now for no-till farming, but they're still tilling because they can, and that's the profitable thing to do. Banks are among some of the largest corporate office space holders in the world, 
and we need to electrify buildings everywhere. But banks produce 700 times more emissions from the loans they give to emissions-heavy industry than they do their buildings. People love to say it's about the journey, not the destination. But they're not the ones on this goddamn treadmill sweating it out at 5.45 in the morning. There's no avoiding putting your shoes on. There's no avoiding taking that first step. There's no avoiding the hard work required. So lace them up and let's go. In climate change and clean energy news, that's not going to cut it. Understand this. The direct and indirect financing of fossil fuels and emissions-heavy industry will remain a thorn in the side of a better, cleaner world until stricter regulations make them a no-go. And that could be sooner than later. From Bloomberg Green, the European Central Bank is preparing to challenge lenders in the region on their view of how much risk they face from climate change and may impose individual requirements for those found to be most exposed. The ESB is examining assessments by 112 relevant big lenders on whether they meet expectations its supervisory watchdog set out in November, according to Frank Elderson, an executive board member at the central bank. What it means. It's good, but we're not there yet. Just this week, shareholders at Barclays, Europe's biggest fossil fuel funder, voted down a proposal to quit coal, oil, and gas. Here's your action step. If you're one of the shit givers that's an institutional investor, you can join up with the Climate Action 100 Plus. It is a group with over $54 trillion under management, and they're supporting stronger governance around climate risk, reduction of emissions, and corporate disclosures in line with TFCD recommendations. If you're not an institutional investor, check out Betterment's Climate Impact Portfolio. And there's a link describing to how thoughtful it is and how thoughtful it was designed uh, in your show notes and in the newsletter. And you can check out our fascinating conversation with Boris Kentov, SVP of Ops at Betterment, right in your podcast feed. In COVID news, India burns. Understand this. While Global North populations barrel towards hot vax summer, India's burning their dead in the street. Out of beds, out of oxygen, out of firewood, where priests are bribed to conduct final prayers, the worst is still ahead. Sound familiar? But where America changed political leadership just in time, India cannot do the same. What it means, in a country of 1.4 billion people, 18% of the galaxy's known population, cases and deaths are almost certainly being undercounted, and political leadership is nowhere to be found at best. Okay, here's your action steps, guys. Shitgivers are an interdisciplinary strike force. You guys are among the most impactful groups online. You are scientists, policymakers, investors, engineers, medical professionals. This sort of situation is why we exist, and we can help in two ways. If you're among that group, you can volunteer your expertise at www.indiacovidsos.org, or you can donate to organizations vetted by that group, and they are those organizations are pre-screened by volunteers there for coverage across geographies and targeted to groups that would otherwise be underserved. They are pre-screened for their track record and their urgency. Again, that link is indiacovidsos.org. In medicine and biotech news, get your head straight with ecstasy. 
Understand this, 7% of the U.S. population will eventually experience PTSD, including 13% of military vets. Up to half never find relief through traditional methods. And that, friends, that's before COVID tore through frontline medical workers, families, and more. Enter MDMA. From the New York Times, of the 90 people who took part in a new study, those who received MDMA during therapy experienced a significantly greater reduction in the severity of their symptoms compared with those who received therapy and an inactive placebo. Two months after treatment, 67% of participants in the MDMA group no longer qualified for a diagnosis of PTSD, compared with 32% in the placebo group. Here's what that means. MDA treatment still requires therapy to be effective. It's still very early. We don't totally understand how it works yet, and this was a small trial. But more trials are underway, and this is the first progress we've had in forever. Said one long-suffering Iraq vet, The reason I like calling this medicine is it stimulated my own consciousness's ability for self-healing. You understand why it's okay to experience unconditional love for yourself. Here's your action step, folks. Trauma survivor and popular author, writer, and podcast host Tim Ferriss has put together an excellent Psychedelics 101 resource, and that will help you understand the basics of this science, the people behind all of the new research, and research centers you can support. And again, that link will be in our show notes, and it will also be in your newsletter. In food and water news, the leaky cauldron of democracy. Understand this, as long as America's pipes are leaking, it'll always be infrastructure reek at important, not important. But wait, do you hear that? Is it good news for marginalized Americans? The Senate on Thursday overwhelmingly approved a $35 billion measure to clean up the nation's water systems. It would authorize funding to shore up the nation's water systems, particularly in rural and tribal communities that have long been neglected and suffer from poor sanitation and unclean drinking water. What it means. It's a start. Biden's infrastructure slash secret climate change bill is still a non-starter with Senate Republicans, whose leader said this week, 100% of my focus is on stopping this new administration. So here's your action step. This is a really great moment to pause and use two minutes to call your senators to advocate for HR1, because clean water is even harder to come by when you don't have a functioning democracy. Here's the roundup. Beyond Meat Fake Chicken is on the way this summer. The New York Times has an incredible video about how Pfizer makes their COVID vaccine. California would like Nestle to stop stealing millions of gallons of precious water. We doubled the average lifespan from 1920 to 2020. Science played a big part, but so did activism. Thanks for reading. Shake alert, the earthquake warning system is now live for the entire West Coast. Speaking of the West Coast, California's drought is, quote-unquote, mind-boggling. President Biden is hustling to protect our power grid from hackers. The USDA extended universal free lunch in public schools through 2021 and 2022. That's an act, in my belief, that should be permanent. Where the hell are we going to put a half million EV chargers? And mapping 2.0. 
forced carbon offsets, America's most polluted neighborhoods, and methane emissions. There's no easy way to say this. There was an all-hands-on-deck asteroid impact simulation, and it did not end well. The EPA is slashing fridge and AC pollutants, which is a very big win. And I love my electric bike so much, I've commuted 1,200 miles since last July, despite it not making Wired's list of the 13 best e-bikes, which you should absolutely check out. Finally, podcast guests of ours in the news. Ansuman Bapna and Tara.do, his climate change school, are making waves online and back home in India. Dr. Natalie Kuffler says uncertainties remain, to say the least, about the genetically modified mosquitoes dumped on Florida this week, which sounds like the beginning of a Will Smith movie. James Rogers and Appeal have teamed up with Imperfect Foods to get their long-lasting produce in more hands. Bina Venkataraman will be the USC commencement speaker. Representative Sean Kasten, Senator Elizabeth Warren, and other House and Senate Democrats reintroduced a mandatory climate risk disclosure bill. And finally, Hana Kajimura and Allbirds are collaborating with Adidas on more sustainable supply chains and materials. That's it for this week, folks. To go deeper on any of the news or to find your action steps, you can go to importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter. Thanks, as always, for being a part of our community, and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.